0: Thank you for joining us today. This is 15 Minutes to Impact, the podcast that gets right to the point on association marketing. I'm John Sample, the Senior Relationship Director at Marketing General. And today I'm joined once again by Tony Rossell, Senior Vice President of Marketing General. For those of you who don't know him, Tony is the OG. He is the membership marketing Jedi, Uh, well known throughout the industry for his innovations and thought leadership and for being just an all around great guy. Welcome, Tony. Thanks, John. I'm really glad to be doing this with you again. Yeah, me too. When somebody knows a lot about a topic, we often say something like, he or she wrote the book, like, oh, she wrote the book on forensic accounting, or he wrote the book on superhero collectibles. But Tony actually did write the book on membership marketing. I know that I'm catching you a little off guard, but tell our listeners what you've done.
1: Well, I have had a chance to to work on a number of books, two, two books uh, that I've contributed to for ASAE. But one of the exciting things that I've been working on the last number of months is a book on membership recruitment. And uh, keeping my fingers crossed, we'll have that out in 2020 at some point. And it's been
0: a, it's been a really challenging but enjoyable,
1: enjoyable uh, experience.
0: Yeah, well, we're all looking forward to that. And believe me, we will get word into the marketplace when that is ready to be released. Speaking of releases, MGI recently released a white paper called The MGI Membership Renewal Guide. It's getting downloaded like crazy. Obviously, a lot of interest on this topic. So Tony, bottom line, why don't members renew? So John, you ask the $100,000 question up
1: front. That's the the big question we're asked uh, almost every interaction with an association, why don't members renew? I think there's two levels that we need to look at when we talk about membership renewal. the first is is the big picture is retention. That's, that's how you interact with a member from day one uh, of their membership all the way through uh, ultimate expiration. And so through the research we've done with hundreds of associations, qualitative and quantitative, and also in our benchmarking work that we do, you know, our benchmarking report goes out every every year for the last decade or so, what we've discovered is pretty common themes from what members and lapse members tell us. The reason members don't renew is, number one, they, there's a lack of engagement. They're not interacting and using the benefits of an association. Second issue that they tell us and related to engagement is they just don't see the, the ROI, um, the return on investment for the dues they're spending. And the third one that, that we really can't control is people will either leave the industry, they've left the profession, uh, they've uh, their companies have merged with another company, and so there's only one membership. So those are kind of the big picture Sure. Retention related issues. But there's another level of, of of challenges. And this is kind of something we focused a little bit more on in the um, in the white paper. And that is that there's also a marketing issue related to renewals. Uh, you know, one of the things we find in a lot of our research and again in the benchmarking uh, report is that one of the main reasons people don't renew is they simply tell us they forgot they forgot right. to renew. Every day we hear that. It's, it's amazing. And the second thing we find a lot of times is when we do research, we will go out and one of the questions we'll ask people is, are you a current member or not a current member? Now, we know from the data from the association if they are or not, but we want to understand what do they think they are. And it's remarkable because we get up to 30 or 40 percent of non-members saying to us, hey, yes, I'm a member. And they, the association knows they've lapsed, but they think, they still think they have a membership. So we have a real communications issue there. So those are the two levels, that engagement and ROI and and not in the field are the external ones or ones that the association needs to look at related to value. But the other uh, side of it, the I forgot, or I think I still am a member, is really a communications or marketing issue that, that associations need to look at
0: great so so the paper addresses that the white paper addresses that issue and tell me a little bit more about uh, about the content exactly so what we we've written a lot over
1: the years on engagement and return on investment and, and and all that for dues so so this white paper it's not focused on that this white paper is really focused on how do we build that communication structure so that members uh, won't forget to renew and that members also will um, uh, will actually be aware of their status uh, and so what i really view the white paper is the focus of the white paper is really it's this it's the renewal system it's the how an association should optimally go about con- converting people from um, a, a place where they're they're up for renewal and getting that transaction in place and getting that dues payment in place to bring
0: about the renewal Great. Well, Tony, you have the opportunity to talk with hundreds of associations. What are the strengths and weaknesses that you see in membership renewal efforts in the association world? The good news, there's some good news and there's some bad news, John.
1: Um, the good news is that overall associations are very conscious about their renewals. Uh, it's, it's something that people focus on, talk about, want to improve on. And again, that's one of the reasons for this white paper is to give some assistance to people in achieving that goal. The other good news is that for individual membership associations, on average, they're renewing their members at, at about 78%. Uh, for trade associations, they're running about an 89% on average renewal rate. So those are decent numbers. Those are pretty good yeah. numbers. Some obviously fall far short. Some are ahead of that. But but there is a desire for associations to, to increase and improve their renewals. And there's a pretty good level um, of renewals now taking place. Uh, I still think associations are sub-optimizing some, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But the fact is that those are those are two important ingredients that, that, um, that are positively impacting and being done by associations.
0: Great. So do you feel that most associations actually understand how to calculate their renewal rate and how to track that information? You know, when we look at the weaknesses, that's, that's probably number
1: one weakness, John, in, in the renewal process. I do go into organizations, fairly often and we'll talk about renewals and I'll ask what the renewal rate is and uh, there's there's, an, there's a, a challenge and an inability to, to communicate that or to track that. And one of the things we talked about in the white paper is that we provide the formula and the step-by-step process of how to actually calculate the renewal rate for your association. So that's clearly one of the, the big challenges. I think when I look at weaknesses though, besides that, um, the other two things that jump out at me on a broad-based uh, uh, perspective is is one, for the most part, associations are underspending on renewals. You know, when you're getting a 78% renewal rate or an 89% renewal rate, there's a huge revenue stream coming in. And so uh, it's almost impossible to lose money on renewals. And my encouragement always is to go deeper, go harder, uh, do more, because It's a very, very profitable endeavor. One of the most profitable marketing uh, things that any association will do. The other thing I I notice as far as a weakness of the associations is that very often we will help an association uh, to go out and reinstate LAPS members. We'll go and and help them bring back the members that have left uh, them. And the remarkable thing that I find frequently is a lot of those LAPS members come back And that speaks again to the fact that some forgot or some didn't even know their membership was up. What reinstatement is, is if you're getting a lot of members coming back what that state, what that shows is that you have a leaking renewal system. That means your renewal system is not capturing people who like you, love you, want your benefits, want your services. And so we regularly see with phone calls or with mailings or with any kind of outreach to former members with some groups we see a remarkably high response rate and returning of members and that's a warning sign it's a symptom that the renewal
0: system is is inadequate not catching the people they should be catching i think a lot of people celebrate a great reinstatement program but it really indicates that more work needs to be done absolutely right interesting so you know, the big picture, Tony, I mean, 15 Minutes to Impact is the name of this podcast. Let's give them some impact. What what can associations do to improve renewal rates? So in the white paper, there's three main
1: areas that we focused on, and I'll get in a little bit more detail in a minute, but let me just overview those. First of all, uh, one of the things that associations should lo- really look at is increasing the frequency of contact in their renewal system. In other words, touching people more often. Um, there's a lot of static, there's a lot of uh, marketing messages, there's a lot of things that distract people. And so the time when we could simply send out one, two, three renewal notices is passed. There needs to be a lot more and a higher frequency of contact interacting with the, the, the member to get them to renew. The second element is we're seeing the advantages of moving to an omni-channel or multi-channel renewal approach. Sure. So it's not simply, I'm sending out one email. Uh, we're, we're seeing good success with obviously direct mail, with email, with digital marketing, uh, the phone calls. And so look, moving towards a multi-channel approach in renewals, I think is another uh, big opportunity. And the third is, if you're gonna have higher frequency and you're gonna use multiple channels, you're gonna need to address the budget issues and say, are we spending enough on renewals? Uh, and looking really hard at and saying, are we starving our renewal program, and should we be spending more to to bring these members back and continue, have them continue with their membership?
0: Sure. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of these channels, specifically how they're used? I sure can. You know, let me start with direct mail, because direct
1: mail, I think, uh, nowadays gets a little bit of a rap that it's it's maybe not as effective as it used to be. I will say that in the renewal process, foundational uh, aspect and a foundational channel is is making sure you have a direct mail renewal uh, option in your program. You know, I met with a group just last week, and their renewals were struggling. They're in the high 50s, low 60s, and we we took a look at, at what they were doing. And I said, "Well, how are you getting people to renew?" And they say, "Well, we send out three emails; they should go to renew." <laughs> uh, and I said, "Well, that's that's today. That's not adequate. We we sure emails cheap. It's inexpensive. It's fast. Yeah. Um, you get you do get positive initial returns from from email." But there needs to be more. So direct mail, I think, is a fundamental component that should be part of every renewal process. And I'm talking not one renewal notice. I'm talking that it should be several. Um, we see an optimum level of mail at five, six, or seven uh, mailed notices. The nice thing is, when someone renews, you stop sending them the mail. So right. so those your numbers go down. So those numbers go down over yeah. time, and the costs go down. Exactly, John. Um, but that should be a foundational uh, piece. The second thing that's been very effective and um, is really newer for many associations. Is introducing the concept of digital, uh, paid digital marketing for renewals. So, in many organizations, what we do is, is when the um, renewal file is pulled, uh, we will send out a, a, a mail piece, obviously an email piece, an email will go out to the member, and ask them to renew. But what we also do is load that list of of people who need to be renewing um, to some of the the digital platforms out there, Facebook, LinkedIn, others. With the with a message that says, hey, it's time to renew. Right. Interestingly, we don't get any pushback, so people aren't freaked out that, oh, boy, you know, I'm hearing from Big Brother and they're telling me it's time to renew. We don't get any pushback on it. But, you know, the challenge is email goes into spam filters uh, with, you know, with uh, Microsoft 365 now. It could go into the other, the other box right. instead of into your focus box. <laughs> um, uh, it just doesn't get through sometimes. Um, mail may be stopped by a gatekeeper. Um, but at least if you have that that's that additional channel of digital, so someone's looking at LinkedIn or looking at Facebook, whatever it might right. be, through that custom audience, they can be notified and reminded to renew. and that's a twenty four seven touch point, not simply when someone's sitting at their office desk or or uh, uh, and all. And the third one, uh, the other one that I think is is really important component that we're seeing more and more used is uh, telemarketing. And I realize that, Nobody oh, yeah. wants to be interrupted right. at dinner with a telemarketing People always call. cringe, but they, it's they incredibly cringe. effective. It is, and it, it's, it for some reason, that personal touch, whether it's a staff person, uh, many trade associations right. have a staff person calling, whether it's a third-party uh, telemarketing firm, whatever it is, that seems to wake people up. Uh, it's usually at the very end of the renewal process, right. so you're not starting out with a phone call, um, but it's that cleanup uh, operation. Uh, and- What's also powerful is, is, is you can certainly leave messages, too. So there's that reminder. Even if someone doesn't pick up the phone, right. you can leave a voicemail. Uh, we find that that works really well. The nice thing about telemarketing as opposed to direct mail, for instance, is that telemarketing, you can start and testing a program to see how it works. So you can call for a few days. If you find that the members aren't responsive, that you can't reach them or you're not getting the return on investment you want, you can turn it off. Uh, obviously, when you send a mailing out, there's no way of calling that yeah, back. Yeah. So that's that's a sunk cost. So telemarketing is an easy program to test and try. And the interesting thing is too, you can get immediate feedback, feedback from members. Right. You know, we always finish up a call with, you know, if they don't want to renew, what was the problem? Is there any way this could have been fixed? Uh, how are you disappointed? To get that feedback, that immediate feedback from a from a, a member that can then be uh, processed and used for for improving in the system. Incredibly valuable. So those are some of the those are really the, the touch points. That omnipresent, that multi-channel approach is really important. Maintaining adequate frequency, and you keep on that frequency keeps on going until you you see diminishing returns that it doesn't work anymore, um, and uh,
0: and those those techniques seem to really work uh, and and have really helped organizations move that renewal rate up. That's great. And all of these things and more are addressed in the white paper that we referenced today, uh, which. You can get by emailing me, actually, John Sample. My email address is jsample at marketinggeneral.com, and I would be happy to forward a link to that. Tony, it's been great talking to you again. Always happy to do it John I love this uh, this um, medium and and uh, we're happy to be of help to anyone who wants to to tag in and listen in. We absolutely are well thank you very much. This is John Sample with Marketing General Tony Russell with Marketing general and we hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to 15 minutes to impact.